Hey guys, it's Graham. What's cracking? I finished reading another book today, another audio book that I got from the library. All right, so late 2020, uh, for the first time I read a book by Ben Thompson. I discovered this dude, you know, at least 10 years ago, probably back in my college days. He wrote this website, he wrote like posts on this website called Badass of the Week. And some of it was, I mean, it was really juvenile. It was just meant to be tongue-in-cheek funny, but there were some facts in there, and uh, he would just take a, an historical figure and, you know, write a couple of paragraphs like, oh, here's this cool, tough guy. He did this thing, or, you know, here's... I mean, and he'd cover everything. He's like, he's, he did this one article. I remember it was like, a, here's a, a Japanese pilot. And I was like, okay, it was probably a kamikaze guy. And like, the very next line was... Um, he was, he was from this year and this year, like he, he never even fought in World War II before that. He was not a kamikaze pilot. I was like, okay, oh no, I'm interested. Like he, he would find these obscure people to write a few paragraphs about and he'd add a little bit of flash and flourish and, and make it interesting. I remember like his oldest posts were <laughs> him talking about, uh, so I basically wrote this for like my sixth grade English class or something or my history class or whatever like a teacher said you got to write a, a short essay about somebody in history and I guess like that's where the seed was planted for the idea and then he actually did this thing and it took off and he wrote a book or you know, compiled them all into a book several years ago I tried checking it out once and it was it was just too much you know a lot of those you know essay of the week format kind of books it's it's like eating an entire box of donuts by yourself if you read a whole bunch of them all at once and you just feel gross <laughs> after that um but i remembered i think seeing on like the library website or something like oh here's an audiobook by that same guy but he's dealing with more actual history in these different segments so i was like okay i might check that one out so i checked out his book called uh the series is called guts and glory and then he focuses on uh, you know, the players in different wars in history, primarily American history, um, you know, but in a couple of them he branches out. Anyway, the Civil War one was really good. Uh, I think my only complaint about it is that, um, you know, he perpetuates the uh, questionable conception about Nathan Bedford Forrest and that he you know, ordered the butchering of a bunch of black Americans during what was the what was the name of it like Fort Pillow or Pillow Creek or something I know that Pillow was in the title there was some battle in the Civil War where um, originally he was credited as having told his soldiers to butcher a bunch of black Americans but the the sources on that are still in dispute basically and there are also plenty of sources to suggest that this was either never an order that came down from anybody or at least an order that didn't come down from from him and that there were even soldiers saying like we got to stop this general forest is coming yeah it's after reading that book about nathan bedford forest by mitchum i'm i'm dubious about the uh the absolute reputation of bastardry that he has i, I think it's just something that people have picked up and handed down and um you know if mitchum's facts are you know, indeed facts, then uh, I think Forrest has a bad rep, got a, got a bad deal out of all of it. But other than that, I found his book on, I found Thompson's book on the Civil War to be interesting. So in a roundabout way, 
you know, I'm, I'm telling you why I got into this series. He did one on the American Revolution, and uh, this idiot in front of me is going to get the horn. I don't know what he's doing in his front seat there. Anyway, sorry about that. I'm leaving that one in. Um, it, it's kind of on the same model as the book that he wrote about the Civil War. He's just focusing on you know, figures in the American Revolution. And you know, obviously you've got the big bads, you've got guys like Washington and uh, you know, signers of the Declaration who also fought in the army, but then he does give a segment to John Adams who you know, wasn't in the armed forces, and you know, Ben Franklin either, but explains their role in it, why it was cool. Uh, he has a section in there on Deborah Sampson. Um, my, my introduction to Deborah Sampson in print was I can't remember the name of the lady who wrote a book. She basically like kind of novelized Deborah Sampson's life, and she took some liberties here and there. Um, it's not like that Gary Paulson book about Bass Reeves where she's saying up up front like, "Oh, this is a mix of fact and fiction." It was, from what I understand, like she covers the bare bones of the story, but she makes it a little bit sexier than it really was. Um, we've since, you know, Shara and I have since gotten two different books about Deborah Sampson written by different historians. And one of them was heavily, heavily editorialized to the point where this lady was like, oh, so this is what Deborah must have been thinking and feminism, 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 feminism. Like, you, you go straight to hell. Like, this is not an historical book. This is an op-ed pretending to be something it's not. And so we, we found another book, and my wife was reading it. She's like, this, this seems more, you know, bare-bones, facts-based. You know, here are our sources on this, that, the other thing. That, that makes for better history. Guys like Ben Thompson, they make history, you know, entertaining, and you can kind of tell when he's adding a bit of his own prosaic flourish to it to make it, uh, you know, a little bit more enjoyable to read than just a, a dry accounting of the facts but he's not taking liberties with it or putting his own mindset into it. Um, I also didn't know that Ben Thompson went to law school. That was something he touched on at the beginning of this book. So that was kind of cool. Uh, he's got ancestors that fought in the revolution and uh, you know his, his dad was big on keeping that legacy alive throughout Thompson's childhood. Uh, I guess whenever his mom was trying to break up fights between the kids in the car, like she would just start reciting uh, Patrick Henry speeches from, from memory and like the kids got tired of us and they'd stop fighting. So, you know, you can see why this guy got, you know, from an early age, the, the drive to write about American history the way that he does now. So he, he does take, you know, initially a scholarly approach to these events and these figures, but then he, he just uh, dresses it up a little bit and has this Guts and Glory series. So I think it's kind of cool. Uh, he's got one on the Vikings. So the the books that he's written in this series aren't in chronological order. Like I think the first one he did was the Civil War, then the Revolution, and then like the third book in the series is the Vikings from like a thousand years ago. And he's also got one on World War II. These are all audiobooks that my library has. And it's like in the American Revolution book, he's like, oh, and if you like this, go back and read my Civil War book. And uh, you know, then the Vikings did this in, you know, 1001 AD. And I was like, didn't he have a book on that? So I checked it out. So uh, I think he's, he's an interesting historian and he's, he's not a guy that I would like prop up as, oh, you know, I know about this subject because I read Ben Thompson's book. It's, 
it'd be more like, oh, I'm familiar with what this is because I heard about it in Ben Thompson's book, and now I want to go read a more thorough history, you know, about said subject. Like, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I, I read a biography on this dude because I read Ben Thompson's chapter on him. So I, I think that it makes large swaths of history kind of broadly accessible. But it, it, and it's a good starting point if you want to go deeper in detail on something later on. Um, you know, that's why I've been reading, I think, a, a lot more Civil War histories and accounts and biographies over the last year is because a lot of the figures that he touched on were, were so fascinating, were so interesting. Um, you know, and much like with the American Civil War book that he did, the American Revolution book even has plenty of chapters on kind of these... Uh, American Mulan type figures, these these women who contributed in in stealth ways or disguised themselves as men and went to war, you know, like like obviously like Deborah Sampson did. There were two or three of those in his Civil War book. I ended up grabbing print copies of those to have in, in my library just because I thought it was a good resource to have at hand. So Guts and Glory, The American Revolution by Ben Thompson, uh, a good fun read. And, uh, bum, 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 I guess I, I checked out his World War II book and then I put his Vikings book on hold. Uh, but for right now, one of the other big books that I've been meaning to tackle forever is by S.C. Gwynn, same author who wrote the biography of Stonewall Jackson that I read two years ago. That was just incredible. This one's called Empire of the Summer Moon, and it's about uh, the Comanche tribes... Uh, out on the plains during the westward expansion in the mid-1800s. Uh, you know, specifically their their combat and torture methods and the fact that they were the only Native American tribe to really like push back on the westward expansion. They actually stopped it and like turned it back for a brief time and, and uh, the conflict between them and the American government went on for like 40 years before it finally ended. So I wanted to know more about that. I just started listening to it today. It's kind of like the book that I read about Stan Wadi and his Confederate Indians, which <laughs> if you ever want to make a social justice warrior's head explode, you'd tell her that there were Indians that fought that for the Confederacy. You like how I said her? Like we just assume that it's a chick. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, but a, a lot of the conflict between Stand Wadi and the other Cherokees came from the fact that the Cherokees were divided. You had kind of the pure bloods and then the mixed bloods. Stand Wadi was like only three quarters Cherokee, and the full blooded Cherokee had an even more white dude sounding name than that. His name was John Ross, but Stand Wadi was, was the mixed breed. With the Comanches, there's a, a figure named Quana Parker who. Um, was part Comanche but part white, and uh, Gwyn gets into explaining why and how that happened early on in the book. Um, just, just fascinating. These things are always more complex than they seem to be. So, uh, I'll give a full reporting of that though after I finish it, which will probably be this week. And then, then I, I don't, I don't want to commit to reading a, another book right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure out what I'm in the mood for by that time I am done. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. The Radcracker Podcast is produced by Graham Bradley. If you want to send me something for the mailbag, my email address is dreadpennies at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Minds or Instagram 
at DreadPennies. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash Graham Bradley. And check out DreadPennies.com for updates on everything else that I'm working on. Till next time, stay rad, drive safe, see you out there.